0: To the Geeks Cast, I am Tim of Not Another Reviewer, and with me, of course, is Matt from the Sofa Reviews. Hello. And uh, as I said, we are the Geeks Cast. Uh, we don't have any guests with us today, as we normally would, but uh, nobody of Geeks of the Roundtable is currently available, and we don't have enough viewers to pull anybody else. So,
1: <laughs> are we actually live? Because uh, we appear to be offline.
0: Oh, uh, we are streaming. I don't know why it's not... Well, it might be the lag. There is a little bit of lag. Unless...
1: just says offline.
0: It does. Um, That could be a problem. Hold on, let me see if I can stop streaming and start again. Because um... we are not going...
1: Oh, something's happening!
0: Yep, there it is. There it is. Okay, you just took a minute, minute and a half. Now we have an advertisement in front of us. So anyway, um, onto the meat of this podcast. We got a. What do we have to talk about today?
1: Things and bits.
0: Oh God, that sounds very non-committal. Great. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we. As said, uh, well, not as said yet, but things that we can talk about. We have uh, the recent news about all of the Smash Brothers updates that you're unfamiliar with, so I'll yes. be reading through those. I think.
0: So this will be um, my bayonetta. Uh, it'll be my. This, this will uh, be your. <laughs> my genuine reaction to just finding out the stuff about Smash Brothers. So. Yeah, uh, that'll be pretty cool. Yeah. Even though I'm not really uh, also, a uh, Smash uh, Brothers guy, but okay, go on.
1: Bayonetta 2 just came out, which I have, but have yet to play, but I've been playing Bayonetta 1, because I got the special edition. Right. uh, Which came in a big box-looking... a book-looking box, which is a book from the game. Uh,
0: Oh, uh, the Book of Shadows edition, right?
1: Yeah. Is that what it is?
0: Yes, the Book of Shadows.
1: I haven't played Bayonetta before. Um, But yeah, it's so far, anyway, the first one... uh, Obviously, five years late to the party, but shut up.
0: Right.
1: We have... uh, Basically, it is a lot... It is very reminiscent of Devil May Cry, but in a very good way. Um, And I just really like Bayonetta's character in it so far. She's a lot of fun.
0: I have never played Bayonetta, um, but I'm actually excited about Bayonetta 2 as well, so...
1: I really want to... I want to play through it quickly, because I want to get to Bayonetta 2. And I know Bayonetta 2 has co-op, and that just gives me memories of like Golden Axe the Streets of Rage and I just want it to happen. Right. Plus you got like Nintendo themed outfits with special abilities.
0: <laughs> right. I saw so, for uh,
1: example in the first one. Oh, go on, sorry.
0: I saw for the second one you get like Link's outfit and Star Fox's outfit and all sorts of other stuff like that and like Star Fox's outfit has a tail.
1: Yeah, I mean right off the back with the uh, first one, they've included uh, Princess Peach, Princess Daisy, a Link outfit which comes with a Master Sword, and uh, uh, Samus Aran's armor. They're all stylized to suit Bayonetta, so the Princess Peach and Daisy outfits are more like cocktail skirts more than anything. Right. But um, the cool part is when you. P- I've only been playing in the Peach outfit so far. But all of the Halos are replaced with coins, and considering the Halos seem like a reference to Sonic, that's kind of funny in of itself. Right. But the best, best part is, instead of having um, the big monster hands and feet come out to smash everything in your combos, Bowser's hands and feet come out to smash everything.
0: That's actually pretty and
1: cool. Yeah, especially as uh, in an interview they were talking about it with Nintendo. Or they were referencing a conversation ahead and they said, is it actually okay for us to have Bowser killing angels in our <laughs> game? And Nintendo were like, sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, fuck it, whatever, let it roll.
1: But yeah, a lot of fun so far. Not very far into it, though. Um, has some moves from uh, Virtua Fighter, which makes me happy. Or right. well, at least one move from Virtua Fighter. But yeah, so far there have been Sega references as well, such as... Uh, Magical Starshine, I think it was, from uh, Outrun, while driving a red car through the city. Yeah, I like Sega.
0: Yeah, I'm a... Oh, apparently we're having issues with the video right now, so I'm going to stop streaming real quick and then bring it back up, because I'm having issues as well. Uh, Can you still see if they can still hear us at least? Okay, one sec. Yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and stop the stream for something. one second and then I'm going to bring it back up. I just put in the chat to see if they can actually hear us cuz I don't uh Oh jeez. That was we had 9 people viewing and now it's all gone. That's kind of sad. Wow, really? Yeah.
1: Total views 24.
0: Well, that's uh
1: we have an audience. I mean, We've only got two, but.
0: Oh, they can't even hear us. There's nothing. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I just had to stop and restart the recording and restart the streaming and everything. I had to restart everything. I think Twitch might be crapping out on us today.
1: The one day we can do it and no one turns up and Twitch is failing.
0: Yeah. Uh, and I know I can't do it tomorrow because I'm leaving for a tax seminar. We're still showing up as offline. Oh, no. I
1: guess we could just record and then see if it can play later.
0: Um, yeah, I guess. I guess we could just record the non-live podcast, as lame as that is.
1: (laughs) You mean like the old ones? Yeah. Why do we have nine viewers now?
0: I don't know.
1: Maybe we should try one last time, see if there's anything we can do.
0: Alright, um... I'm gonna just close out of Open Broadcaster and open it back up and see what happens. So... Just hang on for one second. Okay, I've started another recording and another stream. See how it goes now? Just
1: refreshing now.
0: Yeah. And it's still showing up as offline. And now our viewers are gone.
1: (laughs) Why is this happening?
0: Oh, because it's Twitch, and Twitch fucking sucks. (laughs) Come on! Uh, I guess
1: we can just do the recording at least.
0: Yeah, we're... We actually had a bunch of people show up because I tagged Ninja Sex Party in one of the... (laughs) I was like, maybe at Ninja Sex Party will join us, but they probably won't. And apparently that was enough for nine people to be like, yo!
1: We can at least talk about Ninja Sex Party.
0: Oh, we definitely can talk about Ninja Sex Party. Um, I love them. Uh, what do you have to say about them?
1: Are we recording?
0: Yes, we are recording.
1: Yeah. Ah, uh, good. Yes, I very much enjoy them. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's, uh... I if...
1: especially like,
0: uh... Go ahead. Sorry? No, were you going to say you especially like what?
1: Oh, yeah, I especially like the, uh... Uh, Unicorn... Uh, Unicorn Wizard one, that's the one. Yeah! Um, though... I will say I'm torn between that and, uh... Let's get this terrible party started.
0: <laughs> now, is that video-wise or song-wise?
1: Oh, oh hold on, hold on.
0: Yeah, and we're on we're live. live. We're live. We're live for the Ninja Sex Party chat.
1: <laughs> I... <laughs> Although we're green. Yeah. I don't get that. But but yeah, um... What else was I going to say?
0: Well, it's just...
1: Yeah, I, I especially... They've got some of the best music videos on YouTube, period.
0: Yeah. I think... I personally think Ninja Brian is a genius. He really is. Because, like, just the... Just the way he writes his music, like, the way the music just goes, just like... This guy really knows any genre. Any genre. Because it's not just... It's not just stapled down to pop. Because, you know, like, whenever... Like, hearing, like, No Reason Boner, he was playing around with different genres and stuff. And he knows what he's doing. Mm. He really does. It's amazing.
1: It's similar with, um... Oh, what was it now? God damn it. Uh Three three minutes of ecstasy. Yes. Ecstasy. Sorry. Yes. Sorry, my brain's a bit scattered today. I've been killing angels. Right. But, um... The... Yeah, it's just very different to, say, like, Attitude City or... Uh, the decision
0: right uh oh, De- and i
1: do really like the harmonies in i just want to dance
0: yeah i think i think my favorite song by theirs is uh actually it would be um the decision <laughs> that is my favorite song by them the is whole...
1: it just is it because Brian has an std
0: uh no i just really like like, I know how that song, like, starts out crap and campy with, like, this terrible little fucking drum meaty with just, like, random hits of a chord. But then whenever it kicks up, it kicks up good. And it's just funny as hell the entire way through.
1: <laughs> I do really like, uh, If We Were Gay as well. Yeah. Just because of the...
0: <laughs> Mostly Brian's really gay. really satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> Even though they're both homosexuals in this scenario, Brian is still more gay. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: I just like the uh, the general kind of like this whole video is just to gradually piss off his friend, <laughs> <laughs> specifically designed for it.
0: That's. I think that was like the just whole th- watching him seethe. I think that was the theme of the entire first album was just Danny giving Ninja Brian shit. Because <laughs> uh, it was it was like and since the- then it's
1: been <laughs> yeah. It's just then been... it's just been Danny failing to get women.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that was basically the whole thing around strawberries and cream. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have both of those albums. Uh, has Attitude City come out yet?
1: Um, I don't know. Uh, my brother's got the iTunes account, so.
0: Right. All I know is when it does, i got to pick that up. And so does everybody listening. Uh, Ninja Sex Party, Attitude City, apparently it's coming out soon. Uh, new Starbomb albums apparently supposed to be coming out by Christmas, too.
1: I'm looking forward to that. I, oh, I really oh yeah. want a Starbomb t-shirt, actually. I really like the logo.
0: Yeah. I actually have a Starbomb pin. I have it with my uh, Magic the Gathering Cons of Tarker uh, clan pins. <laughs> what?
1: That's actually a thing. Uh, no, just more the. Um, I don't know. Just Magic the Gathering has been on, just been talked about a lot recently for some reason.
0: Yeah, by me. Every <laughs> fucking like. Ever no, since... no, 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 no,
1: not, ju- not just by you. Yeah. Uh. Like, uh, uh, pro Jared's been doing videos on it, and he did a review of like the first Magic the Gathering computer game.
0: Which I'm glad to and, say um... is abandonware. I watched that. Oh yeah, I watched that because you linked me to it, actually. So yeah, I watched it. Yeah, yeah, it uh, looks really good. It's Abandonware. I'm looking... I found it. I'm gonna start playing it soon.
1: Oh, cool. You could do a Let's Play and I could comment.
0: That is true, actually. I would not... I would not have a problem with that at all.
1: You could teach me how to play a game I've played before.
0: (laughs) You've played Magic the Gathering before?
1: I've played the card game.
0: Yeah. I, uh... I'm not very good at it. I'm not very good either. I, uh... I try to not, like, fall into patterns that everybody else is using. But unfortunately, with how powerful the Sylvan Karyatid card is, I can't can't live without it. I pulled one, I need two more.
1: I'm just... I'd love to get into it, but it's one of those things where my hobbies are expensive enough to engage in another one. It's like... So I need to buy every bit of technology that comes out and every game I want, which is a lot. And I'm still going back to, like, 2003... When I'm thinking of games I haven't bought yet,
0: yeah.
1: Hell, I still want Dynamite Cup for the Dreamcast. I don't have that yet. But um, but it's like with that, and then also art, where it's like I'm buying pens and paper and new books and all the time, and it's just, uh, thank God I don't have Photoshop anymore.
0: Yeah, I uh, I think I see it as, um. If you Now, I've totally deluded myself with this whenever I started playing. I'm like, oh yeah, people totally make money playing Magic. Like, even the small tournaments. They win a case, they pull the rares, they sell the rares. I don't do that. <laughs> that was just my justification to get myself to start doing it. And I am so bad at this game that there's absolutely no way I'll make a red cent off of it. But I still have fun doing it, so I've been caught with the uh, cardboard crack bug.
1: Cardboard. Oh right, yes. Yeah. Sorry, it took me a minute to figure out what that meant. But um, it, it's similar to like my friends, like uh, Dave specifically. But uh, my circle of friends are all into Warhammer, uh, 40k specifically. And I've been seeing them just buying toy toy soldiers over and over, and a friend of mine spending like five hundred pounds on this Titan. And it's
0: like,
1: I I can't justify spending five hundred pounds on a console.
0: Do you want to hear? I'm gonna get
1: way more enjoyment. Sorry, go on.
0: Do you want to hear something absolutely ridiculous? Just off-the-wall crazy? Sure. A friend of mine, he's the one that got me into Magic the Gathering. Daniel, the other guy from Sharpest Hammers in the Tool Shed. He, uh, he got me into Magic, and since then, he's spent his entire life doing stuff with Magic and thinking about Magic and buying Magic cards and stuff. And, like, last night, we were part of a, a draft tournament. I'm sure you're familiar with what a draft tournament is, right? Nope. A uh, draft tournament is where everybody buys in, they get three packs of cards, they open it, they take one card out of the pack, and then pass the pack to the left. And then once, you know, that pack, those packs run out, they open their next pack, take a card out of the pack, and pass it to the right until that's off. And then you get another pack that you had, open it, pull out a card, pass to the left again until all of those cards circulate. And basically, then you take your stack of cards um, and you get whatever lands you need, make a 40-card deck, and then just have a tournament. It's great fun, and I really Uh advise that if you start getting into magic, do that first, because it'll get you familiar with cards you wouldn't otherwise be familiar with. It'll let you find out firsthand what combinations and dual... Dull or tricolor combinations you should use stuff like that um but definitely draft it may seem expensive to pay fifteen dollars for ten or for three packs but it could end up amazing because you can also win prizes and you get experience right there but i was at a draft last night and i did you know that's gonna be what
1: sorry that's just gonna be way more expensive over here (laughs)
0: Oh yeah, that's right. I didn't I didn't have considerations for uh, other countries. I don't know what that's for Britain. Uh, yeah. So, from from an American standpoint draft, from uh, from a foreign standpoint, uh, your mileage may vary. But uh, what the point I was trying to get at was uh, shit. What point was I getting at? What were we talking about before I started explaining what a draft was?
1: <laughs> Danny Sexbang.
0: I don't think that was related to this. What were we talking See, it about? wasn't,
1: but we it was before.
0: Yeah, we did kinda of go off on a tangent, didn't we?
1: Indeed. But um Uh what, what were you to say? Something about uh uh the tournament and getting into it and well, as a way to start off playing.
0: Uh I think it was before that even. Oh. I was in a draft last night. What was so interesting about the draft last night? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Um Oh, uh
1: we are the greatest hosts.
0: We are, cuz I sh- I should have really wrote down where like I need to have like a thing here that whenever I realize I'm starting to go off on a tangent, I need to like write down the original idea that that tripped off the tangent. That way whenever I go hurtling in the <laughs> other direction, I know where to go back to whenever i'm done um i don't know maybe okay we were talking about pro jared's video and how a lot of other people were talking about magic uh, everyone
1: should watch that video because pro jared is a really good reviewer
0: i've never actually watched pro jared until that and i will agree he is he is good yes
1: i highly recommend his heidlide series
0: heidlide
1: yeah, they're a series of old RPGs, starting on the NES. Um, I, I think the Angry Video Game Nerd reviewed one?
0: I believe so, but, yes. Uh, the
1: original one. Yes. Uh, he does the original one, then the Mega Drive one, and then I think the Sega Saturn one, uh, okay. which is called Super Highlight. Uh Highly recommend them. And his top ten video game Bs.
0: We are just, uh, we are just making rep Uh, we are just- representative We are just making, uh, recommendations left and right here. Uh. So, is anybody into the Pokemon trading card game?
1: <laughs> I remember that as a kid. Um, I bought a deck. And I liked the artwork. I mean, it was back in the old 151 days. And, um... I gave the deck to my brother because I just had no interest after that. I was like, well, these pictures are nice. <laughs> There's a game with this? Eh. <laughs> I'll just play the game, actually. And, um, but then suddenly, like, fights were breaking out in school over it. It was ridiculous. Like, people were getting beaten up and mugged for their Pokemon cards. And it's like, I was somewhat, It was the first time I was immune to it all because I didn't have any and didn't care. <laughs>
0: Now I'm a little scared because uh, I went to a bunch of yard sales and I paid like $5 for this whole mess of Pokemon cards. And I've got a fistful of rares like in my hand right now, but they're all in such shitty condition it doesn't really matter.
1: Oh, your next day of school is going to be terrible.
0: Oh my god, they're going to be after my lunch. They're going to see these and they're going to be like, well, these are shit, so we're just going to take his lunch money instead. <laughs> no, I'll be in gym class and be hungry.
1: But yeah, um, the one of our audience members, the space wingman, has said, "I only watch his reviews."
0: So I'm guessing, which I'm he...
1: guessing is in reference to uh, Pro Jared.
0: Yes. So we actually have an inner. I have don't know a... if he
1: means he only watches. I don't know if he means he only watches reviews by Pro Jared and no one else, or if he just means he only watches the reviews that Pro Jared puts out, but none of the other videos he makes.
0: Probably. I mean, if he only watched Pro Jared's reviews and nobody else's reviews, then then we would wonder uh, why he doesn't watch ours. We'll probably <laughs> he's never why done. are you here? Why don't you watch <laughs> our reviews? Okay, so yes to Pro Jared.
1: <laughs> oh. Doesn't quite answer the question, but either this way. Just like, just
0: like whose and side like are you face. on? Yes! Wait! <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, when it comes to um, uh, Pokemon trading cards, I just didn't get it. I remember it came with some sort of like glass beads or whatever, like these little yeah. squashed-looking things for the game. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the 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 audience member that's much funnier than we are just said that you know he doesn't watch our reviews because there is no pro Jared in it.
1: It is a failing on our part, I will admit.
0: I'll have to get into talks with him so he can show up in all my reviews. Just, like, say hi and leave.
1: You could just have a picture of him. Everyone yeah. does that with Shane from Did You Know Gaming.
0: <laughs> I wonder if I could, uh, I, wonder if I, I could probably get an okay for it. I'd have to ask for it, but I can probably get into contact with Spoonie to see if he'll let me just, like, w- if I ever make a new theme tune, just, to, like, slip him waving into it. I don't know. <laughs> Just be like he has absolutely nothing to do with the show. He just follows me on Twitter. So, <laughs>
1: a friend of mine apparently is friends with someone that knows Film Brain.
0: Really? Which,
1: yeah, apparently. But I've yet to establish any contact with this person other mm. than the person I'm talking. I'm right. talking about. Um, but yeah, I I've often wondered like what, what would Film Brain think of my videos because I. I kind of like his, I say kind of like, I like his bad movie beatdown, I I think his projector videos are a bit too serious review for my taste.
0: Okay. Or maybe you should,
1: uh... Nothing against his opinions on films and whatnot.
0: Maybe you should try to get into contact with him.
1: Yeah, maybe, or maybe I should go and get in contact with friends I don't talk to.
0: Yeah. Like,
1: that would also help.
0: Just do also. Let's just keep doing name dropping in this podcast, and then maybe eventually somebody <laughs> be like, "One of one of them will have to be like Geeks Cast. What the hell is this? Oh, they just mentioned me. I should probably contact them and tell them to never do that again. Then at least we'll have somebody that's like." <laughs>
1: I've met the the cat from Red Dwarf. Really? He, yeah, he worked with Donny N. So uh, I, I've almost met Donny N.
0: So uh, you met uh, That's Danny, how that works. Danny John Jules. That's who it was.
1: Yeah, and by me, I mean my mate while I was standing next to him.
0: <laughs> God damn it, Matt. Uh. <laughs> you just blew it. You blew it! I'm a huge Red Dwarf fan, and you're like, well, I just fucking met Red D- uh, Cat from Red Dwarf, and I'm like, shit, I have nothing to top that. And then you just killed yourself.
1: <laughs> my mom was in a band with Bonnie Tyler. Huh? That's actually a fact. Okay. <laughs> oh, she sang uh, "I Need a Hero." Okay. She's Welsh. <laughs> Just like my mom.
0: I'm telling you, this audience, this audience member is funnier than us. A restraining order is always a good way to break the ice. Whoa! <laughs> oh, whoa, sir.
1: But yeah, what were we talking about?
0: Christ, I don't know. Uh, we don't really Pokemon have...
1: Pokemon trading cards and their little beads.
0: Oh, the... <laughs> yeah, I have a whole bunch of Pokemon trading cards that are absolutely worthless and I can't get rid of them. So, five dollars and you can have, like, what, two thousand of them? Because I was going to play them and then I started <laughs> playing Magic the Gathering and that was the end of that idea.
1: They made a game, like a game of the game, didn't they? Like a Pokemon trading cards, the video game.
0: Yes, uh, Pokemon. It was basically. Uh, <laughs> that's how you're gonna meet Film Brain. Is, uh, a, a, would, he, <laughs> would he would he do something to get a restraining order against um, Matt, or would he just post a restraining order against Film Brain, and then when it go to court, just be like, "Hi, I'm a fan." and Cause...
1: That's the confusing thing here, because both me and Filmbrain are Matthews. Yeah. So, when you say Matt, that kind of well, throws when, things off a bit. Well, he's I'm... only got one T, like a deviant.
0: <laughs> and also, the thing is, like, you don't, you don't have like a stage name. You're just one of the guys at Sofa Reviews. But he is Filmbrain. You know, like I, I understand his name's yeah. Matthew Buck, but he is Filmbrain, and you're Matt from the Sofa Reviews. So that's just
1: oh, both. Yeah. I... <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay.
1: So we exchange like I'm just trying to think of it as like a trading card game now. Just just explain, restraining orders. The trading card game.
0: Just explain just just trade incredible unpleasantries and then you file the restraining order in response to his restraining order. No, no,
1: it's col- you collect restraining orders from different re- celebrities and then you right. trade them based on value. So like if you get one from Kim Kardashian, you're in the money. <laughs>
0: I really hope that doesn't become a thing, because oddly enough, that sounds like something that would become a phenomenon of some sort.
1: Oh god, that would definitely be a game on 4chan or something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's always got to be 4chan, doesn't it? God damn it. I'm sorry,
1: 4channers. I am sorry 4 chaners i do not mean it.
0: Yes, he does.
1: You don't speak for me. <laughs> I speak for you.
0: No, you don't! When would you ever speak for me?
1: Tim loves the Ochner of time. He's just really bad. Oh, at for it.
0: fuck's sake! <laughs> I I don't. But we're not going to get into that one. We're actually at a good clip of saying things that shouldn't piss <laughs> a lot of people off.
1: True, actually, that's uh, we're having a rather light conversation on this one. I think.
0: Yes, we're not we're not trying. Which to... is
1: much needed right now. <laughs> Oh god, the internet! Oh.
0: <laughs> the internet is is ridiculous right now. I say yeah. right now, but you know, <laughs>
1: restraining yourself of time. That's a nice one.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: sorry, restraining to fame. yourself to fame. Yeah. So, sorry. <laughs> I thought that was the New Ocarina of Time title. <laughs> you got restraining order of time. <laughs> <laughs> it's how they defeat Ganon at last. <laughs>
0: He gets a restraining order and he's not allowed to own any weapons for like a certain amount of years. So you just walk up to his house, kick him in the shins, and tell him not to do that shit anymore. <laughs> Alright, so that seems to have run out of steam. Let's see what other kind of tangent trains we can ride on now.
1: Right, well we've got the Smash Brothers thing. Oh yeah, So, that was, um Yeah. To <laughs> so those who don't know, and I guess those who do know, uh, a couple of days ago, Thursday, uh, they Nintendo put up a video on their Nintendo Direct, in which they revealed fifty facts about the Smash Brothers on the Wii U. Worked out as about fifty-four, I think, fifty-five rather. Um, so we're going to go through them because Tim doesn't know any of them.
0: Oh God! Uh, are we going to go through all fifty something of them, or are we going to pick and choose the best ones?
1: Uh, I'll kind of run through them, but I'll focus on the important ones. Okay. For example, uh, off the bat, 40 characters will be unlocked from the start, including several that were locked in the 3DS version. And from the sounds of things, ones that weren't locked in the 3DS version will be locked for you, to, uh, for you to get just for the fun of it. I don't know if this will apply when you're uh, connecting it to the 3DS version, though. I'm hoping everything's just unlocked off the bat with that one. But yeah, uh, the second thing,
0: okay.
1: which is uh, you know pretty important because, uh, you know, people uh, will f- live and die by this. Uh, it's in 1080p. Okay, yeah.
0: I'm listening.
1: That's that's kind of it.
0: That's it? That's it's it. It's doing it's something the Xbox fu- One can't do. It's in 1080-fucking-P. Okay, so listen. <laughs> Here's the thing about 1080p. Yeah. Snore! Next one. <laughs> what was our it's fucking- more just
1: the internet reaction that's been going on.
0: What was the resolution of our fucking games? Like, Nintendo was like 640 by fucking cow shit, you know? <laughs> Fuck! Who cares? 1080p, it's great. Woo. If I ever do a recording capture of it, I can do it 1080p without having to upscale it for YouTube. Fucking woo. Next.
1: <laughs> okay, they've decided that they're going to do, uh, instead of 4-player mode, they've changed it. Uh, well, you can still play 4-player, but you can now play up to 8-player locally.
0: Jesus. Then that in would fact, be a fucking you can sight. plug in
1: if you Yeah, in fact, you can plug in two of the GameCube adapters so you can have eight GameCube pl- pads at once. That's going to be kind of impressive for like local tournaments and stuff if they want to just have like four player free for all or something or four player no, sorry, uh four on four teams. That'd be awesome actually.
0: Yeah. The only problem is finding that many GameCube controllers. Have they re uh, Have they repackaged those yet?
1: Yeah, they they're actually uh, they're actually releasing some new ones, uh, Smash Bros. specific ones that plug into the GameCube port. Uh, they're also releasing ones that are Mario, Luigi, Yoshi, and Peach themed, Of course. Um, of course. which plug into WiiMotes. Do well, they act as, like Stan uh, as? Uh, sorry.
0: That's amazing, actually.
1: Yeah, that's pretty cool. I hope. Um, uh, I hope that. Gets hopefully, more if they. G- Wait, what? Go on.
0: I hope. Uh, I hope that ends up getting support for more games, cause uh, I find the idea of playing like classic, uh, like virtual console and like Wii U, store games or whatever the fuck, like on a GameCube controller, a little more appealing than those classic controllers that they have that connect into the Wii remote.
1: I kind of like them for like the systems they are intended for because they're modeled on a the ones that for the, the first ones anyway for the Wii were modeled on the Super Nintendo controller, so they work fine for that. It's when you get to stuff like uh, Smash Brothers. Trying to play Smash Brothers with one of those things was just awful. I don't know why. I just couldn't do it.
0: My, I honestly do have a gripe with the uh, with the classic controller, and I'm sure you remember this from when we did uh, Super Metroid, and how like. Yeah. how flimsy it feels how it just it i hate the digital d-pads because they feel so flimsy you know i need that that you know tight analog feel i
1: didn't mind it actually with uh, using the Wii mote uh, not Wii um the 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 gamepad screen the wii U gamepad um that one actually i didn't mind playing that with the link to the past i really like that but then I was playing it on the screen all the time, so <laughs> that kind of makes sense, I guess. But um, yeah, continuing though, as that one's done, the they're introducing some new things. There'll be like you remember the snake messages in Brawl? No. Basically, in Brawl, uh, you could receive messages as Snake from various different characters uh, commenting on from the Metal Gear Solid series, commenting on the character you're taking on. They're bringing that back, but because Snake isn't in it, they're doing it for Ike, uh, getting messages from Pelotena. Um And also the Fox ones will be returning, so Fox can get interactions from various uh, Star Fox characters. Okay. Uh, there's also a new mode called the Great Cave o- Offensive. Uh, oh, sorry, that's wrong. The Great, Cave o- uh, blah, blah, blah. the Great Cave Offensive is a new massive stage which uh, contains instant KO zones. Basically, uh, if you're knocked into these things, they will kill you.
0: <laughs> I don't know what to think about that, but I'd have to see it.
1: Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. Uh, there's the uh, jungle hijink stage, which will have foreground and background areas to fight on, and you can go between them with uh, uh, blast barrels from Donkey Kong.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, one thing that they had with that is that when you use them once... Uh, You'll be on fire if you go into them while you're on fire. It doesn't hurt you when you're on fire, but if you go into them while on fire, they will explode on you rather than launch you. (laughs) But it means you can have fights in the background and foreground without interacting with each other, which could be cool.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, Let's have a look. The Wii version will have more stages than the 3DS version. Uh, Mario Circuit, Woohoo Island, The Wrecking Crew, uh, and several returning brawl stages. In fact, not just brawl stages. Uh, in the video, they showed off the temple level from Melee, which was one of my favourites.
0: Wii U supremacy! Yay! <laughs> Even though I have but, a 3DS uh, not, right here. Not that
1: Melee was one of my favourites, I just mean the actual level from the... whatever. Um, the, actually, this one's really cool. There's a Me U stage... Uh, sorry, a Wii... <laughs> a Mii-verse stage.
0: Okay.
1: But yeah, a meverse stage. Uh, it won't be available at the game's launch, but it will be revealed, uh, be available later on, and it will feature posts from the Mii-verse in the background.
0: Okay. So okay. that could
1: be in, that could be fun. Yeah. Um. Pitts down taunt in Palutena Temple will activate conversations between characters. That's already been said. So what was I bringing up earlier? Um. One second. Okay. Sorry, i got to reread what I, I... I might have jumped to a conclusion earlier. Okay. Da-da-da. Da-da-da-da-da. Oh, sorry, that was it. In, to compensate for the eight-player smash, um, so, some new levels will be introduced that are huge to compensate for them. Right. Uh, including Pelotainer's Temple and Big Battlefield. However... Oh, and, uh, it takes advantage of the resolution. I don't know if I can get... The one that really stood out to me is there's a giant one based on the original Donkey Kong. (laughs) And I think it even features the original Donkey Kong up in the corner.
0: Oh my god. Like, using those same
1: old graphics as well, I love it.
0: Please tell me there are barrel hazards. I hope so. It (laughs) would
1: surprise me if there wasn't.
0: Yeah.
1: It wouldn't surprise me if they just combined all the levels from the game. I mean, it's a great (laughs) game anyway. But, um, What else? Metal Face from uh, Xenoblade Chronicles uh, will be appearing in the Gower Plains stage as a hazard to attack people and he can be KO'd. Similarly, in the Pyrosphere stage from Metroid Ridley will appear and you can get him to team with you and you can KO KO him as well which will earn you a point
0: The Pyrosphere stage?
1: Yeah, it's from Metroid I'm guessing Other M
0: if, it, if they're bringing back memories of the Pyrosphere stage, if it's from Other M, they don't want to. <laughs> That's like the most cringeworthy part oh, of the Other game was, M.
1: Yeah, the game's pretty.
0: Uh, listen, I will say this. Samus, like, what they did with Samus' power suit looked amazing. Ridley looked like crap, but pretty much everything else looked pretty good. But Samus's suit looked really good.
1: Apparently if he absorbs certain chemicals, he'll become Meta-Ridley as well, so he'll be even more powerful. Um, I don't think that's
0: how coin it Coin battle works,
1: returns... But... <laughs> anyway, coin battle returns, so whoever gets the most coins win. Uh, stamina matches return, which is pretty cool, because it's just basically a fight to the KO kind of thing. Knock someone out by beating them up. Though, kind of defeats the point of Smash Brothers in my opinion. Uh, Special Smash Returns. Can't remember quite what the... Oh, that's where you can just customise things, I think. Uh, Item frequency can be adjusted. Uh, My Music will allow you to change the frequency of different songs. Menu Music has changed. Blah, 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 blah. Um, The Wii U version will have far more songs than the 3DS version. Nearly all the songs from the 3DS version will be included. And more more, uh, composers were involved in the making of the Wii U version. Okay. Uh, Collecting... This one comes back from Brawl, I think. Uh, collecting CD items will add songs to your library. Uh, songs can also be won through challenges. Oh, by the way, because I'm reading directly from it, this is from the site nintendonews.com. Uh, so, credit where credit's due here, because right. this is their article. <clears throat> and what else is here? More composer... So I have to go back down, so went back up. Here we go. Um the challenges in the Wii U version will be more involved than the 3DS version classic mode will be very different from the 3DS version it's no longer choosing your path based on uh, but based on your performance instead Uh, you can still bet gold classic mode can be played with two players so this is actually one where it's quite different so instead of like a a standard arcade mode where you just go through a path of fighting different enemies uh, enemies appear on a big sort of board as trophies, and you have different battles to go and take them on with, and you move from sort of battle to battle across this more open plane. Uh, and of course it's more difficult the the more money you put down on it, but the rewards are better for it. Uh, so if you've played the 3DS version, that's what happens in that one, but it's a linear path rather than this sort of open playing field. Can you hear me?
0: Yes, I can hear you. I'm, I'm following along. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> Uh, clearing sma- clearing classic mode will show a short movie, which is just basically a collection of little clips of whatever character you've played as. Okay. Uh, I think that's what it was in Melee as well, And Brawl. All-Star mode switches things up. Uh, instead of ca- fighting characters in chronological order, you fight them in the reverse chronological order. Oh, jeez. So you started off fighting Pac-Man, Mr. Uh, Game & Watch, Mario, Donkey Kong, Luigi, and Little Mac, and now you'll start off fighting people like... Uh, Lucina from Fire Fire Emblem, uh, Robin from Fire Emblem, Wii Fit Trainer, and uh, Dark Pit. Oh, and uh, Gray Ninja from Pokemon X and Y. Huh. Event mode returns, uh, where you can clear theme challenges? What?
0: I I totally, like, dropped the ball on Pokemon X and Y. I have Pokemon Y in my 3DS and I have played it for ages, which shows how long it's been since I've played my 3DS. I think... The last time I played it was when I played Smash Brothers for like three seconds in the last podcast.
1: <laughs> you should play it properly. It's a fun game.
0: Um, too busy playing Magic the Gathering, and then whenever I get a break from that, World of Warcraft, and when I get a break from that, I'll be probably playing um, Chandelar. So
1: those aren't real games. Smash Brothers is real games.
0: Whoa, that—that is fighting words, sir. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We can settle it in Smash.
0: We can, we can. We both have Wii U's.
1: We do. And 3DS's. Yes. But yeah, um, continuing with the list. Event mode returns where you can uh, clear themed challenges. Two player event battles are included. Challenges are arranged on a map rather than linearly. (laughs) Linearly. Can't speak today. Uh, so I shouldn't really be reading a list of 50 things. <laughs> but, yeah. S- Smash Tour is a new, uh, board game mode. Um, uh, are your tokens, you, uh... <clears throat> excuse me. And a spinner determines what space you occupy as you collect fighters. Fighters can be powered up, like in Smash Run, which sucks, by the way. Uh, <laughs> this battle can be a stock match. Uh, sorry, sorry, the final battle will be a stock match where all the fighters you've collected, uh... Oh, sorry, with all the fighters you've collected. More fighters means more lives. That's actually a really cool thing, in my opinion, where you have to sort of build up a team and then kind of acquire new characters and get them stronger and so on, and then have everyone face off each other after this board game has finished. This is way cooler than Smash Run, where you just run around a big map for a while, getting the shit kicked out of you while computer-controlled characters stock up on a huge amount of stats, and then you do a Smash Run finale... Sorry, a, a smash, a, a battle at the end, which isn't necessarily a battle. It could be a race, or it could be climbing up a thing, or it could be some other bullshit that I don't care about. <laughs> <laughs> so round one fight apparently, um, in the comments section. But yeah, uh, so target blast. Now there'll be the second blast will be bigger and it's heavier. There's three stages of Stadium mode now is multiplayer. I forget what stadium mode is. Uh, Special Orders is a new game where you, uh, where Master Hand and Crazy Hand issue challenges through tickets, uh, which you earn re- rewards, which earn you rewards. Sorry. Right.
0: Uh,
1: Master Core returns, which is the new bu- boss he who can take different forms, and his new form that he's been introduced with is Master Fortress, in which he becomes an entire stage which you have to fight through to find the the core to, de- to defeat, which is actually pretty sweet. And sounds a lot easier than uh, 9.0 intensity on Smash Bros. 3D. The Wii version will, uh, sorry, the Wii U version will be compatible with seven different types of controllers: uh, Wii Remote, Nunchuck, Wii U Pro Controller, GameCube Controller, Wii Classic Controller, and Wii U GamePad. And even the Nintendo 3DS can be used as a controller, which is pretty cool if you've been getting used to the 3DS. Uh, the GameCube adapter will allow you to play with GameCube controllers... ...because otherwise it would be redundant. Right. And a Nintendo 3DS can be used as a controller. Just... the heck that was already done. Uh, you can transfer custom fighters, me fighters and equipment... ...linking the two versions. The Wii U version will have more trophies than the 3DS version. S- Final Smash trophies are featured as well. Uh, all new trophy box to display collections... Uh, Oh, this one's actually cool. There's a photo studio where you can uh, set up trophies to create images. But then, which is number 39, I think. uh, No, no, sorry, no, it isn't. 38. Then you can actually draw pictures around the photos as well and post these cool images that you put up. This might not be interesting for everyone and might sound like a kiddie thing to do, but considering I like drawing, (laughs) um, my bias is pretty clear. (laughs) Right. So any kind of attempt to... I add drawing, and it does become relevant later on, so I'll explain that later. Uh, trophy Rush uh, can be played with two players, cooperatively or competitively. Uh, masterpieces Return, where you can play brief demo. Oh, that's actually pretty cool. In Brawl, they did this. Basically, every character, or I think every character, if they have a game available on the eShop, will have a playable demo of that game for you to play uh, in Smash Bros. for free. And then if you want to, you can go to the eShop and buy the full game. So, if you've never played Super Metroid before, but you really like, but you'd really like to try it before you buy it, it will be a small demo on uh, Smash Brothers Wii U. Uh, if you also haven't heard of emulation, of course.
0: Super Metroid is a game that everybody should play and buy to play because it's like five dollars for the Wii U. Seriously, it is an amazing game, <laughs> and uh, buy it, play it. Same with Earthbound. Earthbound is fucking five bucks for the Wii U. This shit is ridiculous. I actually have. Huh?
1: I have Earthbound, but I've yet to play it properly.
0: I have the uh, original Super Nintendo cart, and I've played through it entirely. And I love it, unconditionally.
1: It didn't come out here.
0: Uh. Yeah, Earthbound's one of those elusive uh, game series. It's like, very limited release, and Nintendo doesn't want to do anything with it.
1: Which is strange, because they they've made the re- Met Mother 3, like, five years ago, four years... How long ago was it? I don't know. Eight um. years ago. <laughs> but they they made the third one at last, and everyone decided to translate it before Nintendo could. But, um, where are we now? Uh, the new Amiibo figures can be scanned to join a, a game. Uh, basically, for those who don't know, the Amiibos are these toys, or statues rather, kind of basically buying the trophies as physical forms from the game. Of the various characters. These can be scanned into the game and you'll get a sort of a version of the character that you can customize and train up and then take to other games and it stores all the data and so on. I'm mostly interested because I like these little statue things and, well, some of them don't last very well and I'd like them to have stands. I'm looking at a figure I have of Knuckles who's lost his foot. Uh, anyway. <laughs> The Wii LAN adapter is compatible with the Wii U, thus meaning you don't have to worry about Wi-Fi. Hmm. Though I
0: don't know where you'd be there. Uh, automatic Wi-Fi.
1: notifications. Well, it's more that Wi-Fi is less reliable than a direct connection. So yeah. when you're playing online, it's much you're much less likely to have lag.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, not that I've noticed.
0: <laughs>
1: As it turns out, my 3DS seems to get much better connection than my fucking PC. <laughs> but whatever. No, I could talk. I have to talk to Sky about that one. Uh, anyway, automatic notifications will appear on the me- on the main menu. Uh, two players from the same Wii you can team up in the for anyone mode. So basically, that means that two local players can go online together to fight anyone as a team, which is actually pretty cool.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, you can host your own online tournaments. Which is pretty cool. Yes. And tournaments will return, uh, I imagine, online as well, supporting up to 64 players.
0: Jesus.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't know. I I was reading something about,
0: like, uh, a 300-person tournament for fucking Magic, so that's actually not too bad. Not, like, too crazy.
1: Yeah, but in Magic, you can have anyone, like, turn up to the show. Um, I think this is referring to online tournaments. Right. So uh, cuz you don't play magic on the the like games do you as in the video games on Steam?
0: I actually I don't play the I don't play the Steam game. I don't play Duel Planeswalkers, but I did just recently get into Magic online just to learn how to draft better. So I entered into a free draft like yesterday.
1: There's Magic online, what's that?
0: It's uh well obviously it's just like an online Client, so you can play Magic the Gathering against other people online. And like you start up, you get like 600... Is it official? Yeah, yeah, it's a Wizards of the Coast thing. Like it's not even a recurring payment. Like you pay $10 and then you have Magic the Gathering online. But I think that's because it's like pack-based. You have to buy packs or win packs or whatever. So uh, I was I'm doing like newbie drafts to try and get a few packs here and there. And then see if I can get rares. But I don't is think is it like what? Sorry, go on. I don't think you win rares from newbie drafts. I'm not entirely sure. I haven't gotten one yet. I opened three packs, not a single rare. So I think rares are much more elusive in the digital format than they are in the real packs. Unless, of course, you're like buying real, like the real digital drafts, and not just the five-card newbie draft packs.
1: Space Wagon Man has said that he played the Planeswalker 2012 version on Steam. It was cool. Uh, I actually have that and 2014 version. I think. Um, took me a while to actually get them to work, to be honest, because my monitor doesn't like them. But um, yeah, I, I kind I like them.
0: I wanted to play the Duel of Planeswalkers 2015, but it's not the current set, so it wouldn't really help me in regards to like current play because it's like M15 Theros. And then, like, Soul of Ravenica, Gate Crash, and something else. Because Theros and M15 are current, but none of the other ones are. They're all not legal anymore. They've rotated out. Right. Which is why I went with Magic Online, because it's all current. It's like Cons of Tarker, Theros, uh, M15, Born of the Gods, and Journey into Nyx, which are the current sets right now. Oh, shit!
1: Shall I continue with the lists?
0: Yes, but what? when, whenever... How many more do you have left on the list?
1: I'm currently at... Which one was I on? I'm at 47.
0: You started... Which one did you start at? One. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, keep going. I'll remember this. I'm going to write this down. I'll remember this for when you're done with the list, which will be pretty soon. I actually remembered what I did that whole big draft fucking t- uh, tangent for, so move on with the list.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, the Wii U Gamepad can easily, dis- uh, sorry, can display action from the match, so you can use it as a secondary screen uh, to just watch it with, or you can use it to display alternate information, so you can have it set up next to the screen. So that's a thing. Uh, as mentioned earlier, taking photos with the Wii U Gamepad allows you to draw on them. Uh, the Wii U version will support voice chat uh, through the Wii U Gamepad microphone. I have no idea if that means you can use a GameCube pad and it will still pick up your voice, or if you have to be playing with that particular pad in order to be heard. Um, However, it only works during the in-betweens of battle, rather than the battle itself. You can't speak to each other while fighting. Right. I guess that's trying to tone down trash talk and whatnot.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's actually... Um, I see that, yeah. As number 50...
1: Uh, There's still got a few more to go.
0: Okay, go ahead. This
1: one's actually really cool. It's the uh, level creator, Stage Builder, returns from Brawl. However, instead of it being like boxes and levels just generally looking crap, you draw the stages. You, so you freehand draw them with the gamepad. Wow. And you can invert things and like choose the, the, like, the ground you want to use and so on. I saw them drawing it. They drew out a shape, then did a swap so that the shape became empty and everything around it became the level.
0: Wow. So basically... You could
1: also choose to include danger zones and so on.
0: Oh my god. So basically you're saying like they're using the Wii U gamepad basically to its fullest by letting you draw out the level you get to play on.
1: What I'm saying is, very soon we'll be seeing creatures made in the Spore Creature Creator appearing as levels in Smash Brothers.
0: <laughs> so dicks everywhere.
1: Exactly.
0: Just penises. We will battle atop the gigantic will... penis in the background!
1: You will be racing each other to the tip.
0: <laughs> uh, that, that, uh, that gives credence to the gore song, A Mortal Corrupter. If I was a sperm, I'd cultivate my
1: uh, Oh god, you could literally have it on the inside and you starting in the ballsack. <laughs> and they have the smash.
0: Okay, we gotta stop. We gotta know. No, 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 I think we're done with this Yes, yes Keep going on the list. Keep going on the Dicks! Talking about dicks. Next. Uh, next. <laughs>
1: number 51. <laughs> Bowser Jr. and the Koopalings have been officially revealed. By this they mean they actually made a CGI trailer for them because everyone knew they were there because they're in the 3DS version already.
0: Right.
1: I don't know why that was included. I, seriously, they, we already know. We already yeah. know. We knew before the game came out, because it came out in japan first. Anyway... (laughs) Most modes from the 3DS version return. Movies mode will return from Brawl. I don't remember movies mode. But uh, what I remember it being displayed as in the uh, video is basically watching all of the trailers for the characters that were revealed. Registering both versions of the game will earn you an exclusive CD. So it will include soundtracks from both the 3DS version and the Wii U version. And that will be sent to your home. And then finally, number 55. If you own both versions of the game and have registered them on to uh, a Nintendo club, eventually you will get a free additional character in the form of Mewtwo in spring of 2015. Okay. So to everyone that was wanting Mewtwo to come back, he will be coming back.
0: Yay!
1: And that's it. That's the uh, all fifty-five facts about Smash Bros.
0: Okay. Are there any post thoughts about that list? Since I need a right... drink, but I finished my bowl. <laughs> that's that's your uh, that's your post list wrap up. Since you're the one that's more knowledgeable about uh, Smash than I am.
1: So. <laughs> well, I I'm very excited about Smash. Bros anyway, so, you know, just the fact that it's in HD and it looks fantastic is enough to make me go, oh god, I gotta play that. And the fact that it's gonna have local co-op compared to using the 3DS, which you know, I know one other person with a 3DS and she bought it strictly for Pokemon. You're right. Um, however, I have friends, my brother and my best mate Matt, who would both want to play Smash Brothers on the Wii U so I'm looking forward to just doing that. The idea that we can play it 8 player, and I know enough people to arrange that shit
0: that totally will be interesting be that, yeah. to see
1: what happens.
0: I don't know when I'm going to be getting it, but yeah, I know I'm going to be getting it. <laughs> I know it's unfortunately,
1: it's only 8-player locally, so unfortunately we won't be able to like do online things with like all of the geeks at once. But it would be cool if we could. Right. We can still do a 4-player showdown. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, generally, all good news. Some stuff that uh, I was hoping to be announced wasn't announced. Um, Mewtwo was a good hint that we will probably be getting more characters in the future, uh, which was what I was looking forward to more than anything. I was hoping there'd be some new characters on the way uh, for both games. Uh, specifically, I'd like Impa to, return, to become a playable character from Hyrule Warriors, specifically.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: Um, but, yeah... Uh, very happy with the all of the announcements and i do find it kind of funny in all of this conversation about 1080p 720p 900p it's just the wii u is going yep 1080p no problem yeah so why are all these big games like arguing about it we can do it easily yeah we did it easily with the playstation 3
0: okay so any any other thoughts we also about- did
1: 60 hertz perfectly fine back on the dreamcast
0: Actually, I think 60 hertz was the thing bef- way before that. I'm pretty sure, like, the fucking Nintendo was pushing out 60 hertz.
1: So I meant 60 frames per second. 60 hertz is a different thing.
0: Oh, well, yeah, 60 frames per second.
1: But, yeah, you were saying something about other games.
0: Oh, um, the things that I was remembering... Actually, I wanna, I wanna, yeah. I wanna throw something. I'm gonna use that as like the whole uh, teaser thing. Like I started this big story and it got me all excited, but I'm gonna talk about something else really quick. Something that makes me equally excited. Uh, do you know anything about the 3D Realms anthology?
1: Uh, is that gonna no?
0: Uh, the 3D, the 3D Realms anthology looks like a return of uh, all of the old Apogee games. And some of the older 3D Realms games, all being released in a huge bundle for 20 bucks.
1: Just to double check, 3D Realms are the people that made Duke Nukem.
0: Yes. Okay. But like this, hmm. this thing On comes. On the same page. With, then. This thing comes with a bunch of shit, like Alien Carnage, Arctic. Actually, I'm going to skip the ones I don't know and go with the ones I do. Uh, both Blake Stone games, uh, two Commander Keen games, Cosmos Cosmic Adventure. Crystal Caves, Death Rally, Duke Nukem up to the from the first one to the Manhattan Manhattan Project, Uh, Monster Bash is in here, Uh, Raptor, Call the Shadows, Terminal Velocity, Wolfenstein 3D, Shadow Warrior, Rise of the Triad, just a whole bunch of like I think it's like 32 games in here for 20 bucks, and they're all from at least somebody's childhood. Like, if you didn't hear of all of them, you at least heard of a dozen of them. And it's really cool. Like, 3D Realms is coming back
1: I think that. I have a lot of them on GOG.
0: Uh, I do, too. Actually, I don't have any on GOG, but I have a few of them on... I know I have the Duke Nukem ones on Steam. The Death Rally was re- re-released as Abandonware. Uh, but Terminal Velocity, I haven't been able to find. So I might jump on it just for Terminal Velocity. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, I bought the Elder Scrolls Anthology uh, a while back, mainly because, although I owned Morrowind and uh, Oblivion and Skyrim, I could finally have disc versions of Arena and Daggerfall, even though they're free to have. Oh, yeah. I wanted those discs.
0: I did the same exact thing. I did the same exact thing. I downloaded them, (laughs) never installed them. I had the other three games. I had the complete versions of the other three games, and I'm like, physical versions of Arena? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I got this. I think I got this for like forty bucks when it was like eighty bucks everywhere else. I got it for forty dollars from a Target, and it was awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah. There is just something about owning the physical copy of a game that just makes me happier. I mean, it's like I've got Pup and Twinbee on the Super Nintendo. It's one of my fav. It is my favorite shmup. If you're not counting Space Harrier,
0: right? Um,
1: basically, and my Super Nintendo just crashes every time I try to play games now. My the logical answer is to just buy the much cheaper version of it on the Wii U and play it that way. The part of me that doesn't want to do that is, no, I own the game. I just need to rebuy the whole console again, <laughs> which is going to set me back about 50 pounds because I can't find it for any good quality deals.
0: Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, I uh, The store that I frequent has a Super Nintendo for sale, but I honestly think they're asking way too much for it. But if I can haggle down the owner and figure out a way to work out some sort of store credit thing, I'll probably get it and send it to you. It's the second generation one. It's the smaller one, so it should be easier to ship. Just as long as you have all the peripherals already.
1: Uh, It's more the problem with the actual system. um, With it being PAL territory and all.
0: Oh. Well, the only difference between PAL Super Nintendos and English Super... Actually, here, let me look at it. I don't think that's even a thing for the second model. Let me look. Yeah, that wouldn't be a thing with Model 2. Cause the only reason why it's a physical, it's a physical thing, not a, not software. Cause if you look at the back, you have a. Do you have a Famicom cartridges or the regular Super Nintendo cartridges?
1: Uh, regular Super Nintendo, but I think they're the same shape as the Famicom ones.
0: Um, do they have two little ridges on the sides of the back? Like, do you have a cartridge nearby you there? Uh one second. Let me just have a look
1: um stuff is falling i'm gonna put my mic down for a moment so you want to entertain the audience
0: okay well the uh the thing that i was talking about before with the whole draft is uh oh no he's back okay i don't have to worry about telling that yet still gonna wait a little bit no i'm not oh he's not okay so anyway what what we basically did was after the draft um my buddy actually won the draft so he won seven packs And I had the bright idea to, like, look to see how many packs were left in the Theros box, and I just bought the rest. So I got seven packs of Theros. He had, like, three packs of Theros, a couple packs of Journey to Nyx, and a couple packs of Born of the Gods, because he's totally tired of opening Khan's packs, and he doesn't have the same love and appreciation for M15 as I do. So what we ended up doing was doing a pack-off, where we would both open up a pack at the same time, and then compare the cards we got. And I won because out of those seven packs that I got, I got an Ashiok, the Nightmare... Or the Nightmare Weaver? Yeah. And uh, Xenagos, the God of Revels, or Xenagos the Reveler, or something. The Planeswalker. Basically, I got two Planeswalkers, um, an elemental token in one of them to give me an extra point. And I can't remember what else I got, but I, I... our arbitrary rules, where we're like, this card's junk, oh, this card's cool, and then he'd pull out the same card and be like, you said this card's cool, so this card's cool. And, like, we're gonna do that whenever the next uh, the next set comes out in January. We're both talking about pre-ordering, like, a full booster box, and then just doing that and releasing that as videos for our channel, where we're just comparing these packs and being fucking douchebags doing it. So... That was, that was the big thing I was getting all excited about in the booster draft, because we were both tired. He won. I completely lost. I think I was fourth from last. So I was actually like seventh place in an 11-person draft. Was it 11 people? No, it was... Uh... I'm he- back. Okay, he's back. I can't remember how many people... Actually, no, I think there were 10 people in the draft, and two dropped out. So I was second to last. No, I was fourth from last in a draft where two people had dropped out halfway through. So, I wasn't doing pretty good, but he did great because he won. And we were just both... Like, he was hyped because he won, and I was just tired, so we were being ridiculous with that. But anyway, uh, tell me what you see on that cartridge there, buddy. Which part? The back. The back bottom. Are there slits? Like little slits that go up to the first ridge
1: as in like one second uh there are lines along the back that have a slight indent on the whole thing uh but otherwise it's pretty flat
0: okay so there's no uh no no slits that go into that indent into the cartridge much much thicker than the slits that you're talking about that go up to the top
1: uh, there are holes like round holes that just indent into the into the back, uh, like they fit something in them, like Lego bricks.
0: Okay, okay. So I think that's the only real DRM that you've got going on, because I don't know if if uh, PAL is really that impossible to play. Um, going between, I'm pretty sure it'd still work because my Dreamcast is actually a PAL version, and I play it on my television. Either that or the Dreamcast is. Um, from here, but the game is PAL because I think I have a a PAL copy of Resident Evil Two and it still works. So I don't know.
1: Well, there is a, another thing. I don't know if it's going to be with this TV. I need to test it out on the GameCube because I've uh, I've got American and Japanese games on the uh, GameCube with a freeloader. But the I remember especially with the Wii when I was playing imported games there. Um, My TV wouldn't display them in color, which is actually an old problem that PAL TVs have with American games. Um, Basically, if they try to render American games, sometimes they're in black and white. Ah. Because they're usually in 50Hz rather than 60Hz. Sometimes, however, that's not the case, and it does just depend on the system itself. Uh, For example, there was a weird situation with the PlayStation 2. The Dreamcast was the first system to have 60Hz as a a simple uh, addition, so you could play games like Shenmue in proper uh, 60 hertz full screen. Though that wasn't the case for Virtua Fighter. But the uh, Xbox and GameCube were both fine with it as well. But the PlayStation 2, for some reason, didn't use 60 hertz in the same way. They used, uh, instead of PAL60, they used uh, NTST 60 like a, a weird variant, and it doesn't work on most televisions. So everything's just sort of like a weird monochrome kind of look to it. But not not quite black and white, but more like everything's a slight tint of blue. But it's still, like, devoid of any other color.
0: Okay. Yeah, I, I never... Uh, I never, weird. I never messed around with Pal and NTSC, like, switching them around and seeing what... I, I don't think I ever worried about it, so I don't know what's what to really expect. I mean, I,
1: uh... I think it's more of an issue going from, uh... NTSC to PAL, rather than the other way around.
0: Right. Because I've never had the issue, so it's probably... that probably is it.
1: I mean, there was a a recent thing I remember, um... Oh, what was it now? There was something that... I think it was the Xbox One. It didn't work on some UK televisions. Because of how it worked. I, I forget what it was exactly, but it just didn't work on some televisions which is weird because now everything does does everything's like LCD and uh, plasma so surely this issue should have been resolved. Yeah. But yeah, I mean the thing is getting a Super Nintendo shouldn't be too difficult. It's just trying to find one that doesn't come with a bunch of games you already own and doesn't have like uh, like uh, it's really used, it's not bad quality, but it's still probably a bit shitty. You know, that kind of difficulty, sort of trying to get it for a good price as well. Right. Just it's, it's it's a bit of a problem. Especially when you're low on money. Yeah. I am, however, holding in my hand the cartridge of Super Metroid. And yeah. it's making me happy.
0: Yeah, that would actually make me pretty happy too. Uh you know, it's a
1: really cool cover, as in like well, sticker, I guess.
0: I've been uh, I've been thinking about Band attitude since the beginning of this podcast, and I think I'm gonna break down and go buy it today.
1: <laughs> you gonna I, get the two but the two game edition?
0: Well, that's the only one, isn't it? Or is there like another? Edition? I don't know. I'll have to check into that then.
1: I think you can get them individually on the eShop. Yeah.
0: Oh, no, i got to have the But yeah, I got off. both. Yeah. I'm
1: happy that I got both.
0: I don't think there's... But a... yeah,
1: I mean... Uh, I don't
0: think there's
1: another edition, so... Okay. Something that I find kind of funny as well. Um, there was another thing about 50 hertz and 60 hertz, actually, back in the day. Uh, if you look at the PAL version of Devil May Cry, Dante looks like he's kind of fat. Because <laughs> what it would do, it would squash the, the screen and widen everything.
0: Right.
1: And it just looks kind of shit overall, so we got a raw deal with that. Not only that, it runs slower. So games like Tekken 3 were critically panned over here because of their low... Not not panned so much, it was still considered a great game. But most people were importing it from America because it ran about 30% slower than the original version. Yeah. Than the one in America or Japan. And it's like, well, that sucks. We want the actual speed of the game.
0: Yeah. That, that's kind of that's kind of what you need. Like, if you get anything out of the game, it's the fact that it's fast-paced.
1: Exactly. I mean, I was playing Virtua Fighter 3 recently, because I've been playing the Dreamcast, and that was actually another thing I wanted to bring up, but we'll talk about it in a minute. And, uh, I've been playing a lot of Virtua Fighter 2 and Virtua Fighter 5 over the past year, and, quite frankly, playing 3 again... It feels really slow, because I can't set it to 60 hertz. Right. Which is strange, because other Dreamcast games, it's no problem.
0: Oh god, it is a special edition I have to get if I want to get Bayonetta 1. Sorry. Is it much more expensive? I am checking on that now. <laughs> and plus it comes with like special skins, and I just saw a Metroid skin that now I'm like excited about. Because that's fucking cool.
1: You can lower the visor in cutscenes.
0: Yeah. 2 Special Edition. But
1: yeah, what I was going to say while you're doing that recently, the Sega Saturn turned 20. And not long before that, the Dreamcast turned 15. Jeez. So if you're a Sega fan, which is probably just the two of us, really, <laughs> um, it's a bit of a, a, a feeling old time
0: yeah yeah I, yeah, yeah <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> yeah
0: well i i uh I feel old all the time for the simple fact that I've started playing a game that's primarily played by like people in their early twenties or fucking teenagers and shit and' it's just like, ah. you mean wow? Uh, that too, yes, but I don't generally talk to people face-to-face. Whenever I talk to people face-to-face like I do with Magic the Gathering, I can't help but notice, did this person go through puberty yet? Because, nah.
1: <laughs> Yeah, I, I kind of feel that way with some things. Like I remember um, going around conventions is always awkward for me because I feel like I'm either too geeky to be like, considered normal while I'm there to the, to the normal people, and then there are people there dressed up as Naruto and stuff, and it's like, I'm too, like, unassertive to dress up as those sort of things. Yeah. But that, and I don't care about Naruto, so... Yeah. Fuck that. I, uh... But uh, I remember with, uh, going with the Sega... No, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, okay. Okay, uh, with the... Back on the Sega stuff, I've been playing Shenmue again a little bit. Uh, trying to make it so that I can complete it again and finally play Shenmue 2 for a second time, completely. Because I don't know why I've just not started up a second game on that, but I've always wanted to complete the first one twice. But always just put it off when other games come out. So this is like a file, like, six years in the making. (laughs) But, um yeah there's something really just relaxing about that game. I really love it like just going around buying like little toy capsules, doing like forklift truck work, beating up thugs something yeah. really relaxing about it
0: <laughs> i have I am still in the process of trying to get a copy of it so that i can uh, I can play it and give it a shot.
1: I highly recommend it if you're willing to put up with extraordinarily dated uh, visuals and sound and somewhat experimental controls.
0: Uh, the experimental controls is my biggest concern. Because I want to I get first hand on them, uh, them quick time events. The forefathers of quick time events.
1: The QuickTime events aren't actually that bad. It's more the uh, way you walk around the world. It's not really a big issue because there's no, like, time limit to walking anywhere. I mean, there is. You've got until, like, 11pm at night where you've got to go home and sleep. But other than that, it's like, um... It kind of operates like a tank. In fact, it literally operates like you're controlling a vehicle. Because you have an acceleration button. So you hold down uh, one of the triggers to walk. And the more you hold it down, you can run. And then you turn Rio around to sort of navigate areas. It makes sense eventually, but it's really awk—it's or- really awkward at first, and it feels very dated compared to a lot of modern games. But it doesn't feel like a natural pace or anything.
0: Okay. At
1: the same time, it doesn't feel too loose like a lot of modern games as well. Like, if you try running around in Assassin's Creed or... Um, I don't know, any random sort of uh, free-roaming game these days, I kind of feel like characters... Either feel way too loose and sort of, you don't have extremely precise control over them, or they just feel like they they belong in a first-person shooter and shouldn't be trying to move in any in anything other than from a first-person view because of how ugly they the way they move.
0: Yeah.
1: However, um, another thing about the controls, uh, when you're in combat, it is basically Virtua Fighter, so. It expects you to use one-on-one combat engine for taking on, like, six guys. Oh, it's a bit tricky man. at first, but you get you do get the hang of it, and it is... You know, if you, if you like that stuff like I do, you can get into it. Yeah. But it's not the best uh, attempt at trying to make a 3D brawler. But it was a pretty deep one, and there aren't that many really in comparison to it to bring up. Okay. Also, the voice acting is depending on how you look at it, the best voice acting ever or the worst voice acting ever.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: I fall into the former camp because I love shit voice acting of that yeah. caliber.
0: Yeah, I hear a lot of people... You know mid- when you're in mid- an old mid- Japanese... I hear a lot of people midpicking about voice acting, but then I think back to fucking the original Resident Evil and how much fun I had just listening to that horrible shit. What is that? That looks like Blood! Good job, Barry. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I hope that's not Chris's blood. Uh. Well, I always
1: like that in uh, it, with Shenmue. They have it like you'll run up to this old Japanese man selling fish, and he's like, I mean, he could be wearing a kimono and samurai gear, and the first thing that comes out he goes, "Help me! Where have you been?" And it's like... <laughs> Well, the, the, that's his voice. Did they look at this guy and think that's his voice? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that's an extreme example and not, strictly speaking, an actual example from the game. But it's that sort of thing where there's a bit of bizarreity behind some of the voice acting in the game. But I love it all the same.
0: Right.
1: I actually think Jade Empire was more guilty of that sort of thing. I don't know if anyone's played Jade Empire here, actually. I have Of the two of us. <laughs> I mean, I know how I have.
0: I haven't, now.
1: <laughs> it was um, Bioware's last uh, classic Xbox game before Mass Effect.
0: Uh, I um, remember it, I've just game never that's... played it, yeah.
1: So. Uh, yeah, more explaining for the audience. Right. But, um, the... It, it's... It's kind of like Knights of the Old Republic, but also yeah. not. So it, it's... More of an action game in the combat, and it plays a bit more like a beat 'em up, but it's still not very good in that regards. But it was fun, and it was a cool setting, and it was unique. Uh, you didn't have like Mass Effect; you didn't have direct control over your allies, and you only had one rather than two. Um, but it, you know, it was a it was a genuinely fun game with an interesting atmosphere and some very cool level design, or well, maps, I guess, is better than level design. But at the same time. I don't know, it just didn't get the popularity enough to get a sequel, I guess. And Microsoft has never commissioned one, and... I don't know, I'd really like a a sequel to Jade Empire, rather than just another Dragon Age or Mass Effect.
0: That's right, Bioware! Yeah, give us the Jade Empire! Didn't you hear that, did you?
1: I don't think... (laughs) I don't think Bioware's gonna make another Jade Empire. I don't think they care anymore. I think they're Microsoft now.
0: Yeah, sounds about right.
1: It's as good as being dead. (laughs) Not Microsoft, sorry, EA! Ah! I'm sorry, Microsoft, you're not as bad as EA.
0: Oh my god, you just got really loud all of a sudden. Did you just get get that much more passionate?
1: Yeah, I was starting to mumble and get depressed at the state of one of my favourite developers becoming this shill.
0: Right. And then I
1: realized it wasn't a shill for Microsoft, it was a shill for EA. Yeah. Uh,
0: Because EA EA.
1: is worse.
0: (laughs) EA is worse. Uh. At least
1: Microsoft came up with Kinect. It may have been a bad idea, but it was an idea.
0: (laughs) It was terrible, but it was something.
1: (laughs) But, yeah, was there something oh. we wanted to talk about aside from all
0: that? Uh, I don't think so. i think we I think we may have uh hit the end of this one. What do you think? Yeah. Bioware
1: is more or less dead <laughs> by the space Wingman.
0: man? Wow, oh wait, that's right we have we have a fucking viewer, and I keep forgetting about that. I'm so sorry. uh yes
1: we have three
0: well two of them are actually, probably actually two us. of those might be us. So yeah, we got the space man. Yeah, that's,
1: yeah. That's... We was... did have thirty three in total, however.
0: Uh, well, we had that counts for everybody that views during each stream. So very likely every uh, the the views in total are probably just the members of the geeks cast that were watching to keep along with it. <laughs> <laughs> so I think uh, you got but, anything? yeah. Anything else you want to get into?
1: Um, no, I think that's enough for today.
0: okay, uh so yeah, I guess that's it for the geeks Cast this uh, week, or f- what is it for every two weeks at a fortnight? I don't even remember. Um,
1: we haven't really worked it out yet. It's just worked out as every two weeks, and not even every Sunday yet. I yeah, mean, this th- Sunday's been weird. it's a Saturday.
0: Yeah, it's really—it really has to do with my work schedule, which has been ridiculous. But hopefully, it slows down by like January. I don't know. That's why you're not seeing any reviews from me either, because I have like no time for anything. Wait,
1: I'm one of those followers. Sorry, a Space Mingran just posted. You have and you have two followers. Yeah. I'm one of them. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. yeah, though to be fair... The we space, have
1: a follower, and it might be Mike.
0: No, I, I'm pretty sure it's the Space Wingman. He said so on my Twitter that he plus one'd us. Uh-huh. So it is... So most of Thank the you. geeks... Most of the geeks of the Geeks of the Roundtable aren't even fans of the Geeks cast of the Geeks of the Roundtable. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I think with that bit of depression, um... Uh, We're going to wrap this up. Thank you, the Space Wingman, for being with us through this entire rambling podcast, as they all are and will probably always continue to be. Uh, I am Tim of Not Another Reviewer. This is Matt from the Sofa Reviews and I say goodbye. How about you, sir? Hello! (sighs) Hello!